0: Alright, Grand Rising everyone Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sweet Talk With your girl Hanai Johnson With me, I have the esteemed privilege of hosting it with my brother Mr. (laughs) Javon Seals, aka (laughs) Pastor J On the ones (laughs) and twos and um, we're just here, you know, you guys know when I have my podcast, it's really impromptu, right? We're here together. We're having an awesome time. We're about to head into um, our event or well, a pop-up shop that we're doing. And so we were just talking about his new venture in life. And so um, before we get into anything, I want to first get to know i want you all to get to know the the, the guy that i love you know my brother <laughs> so tell the people who is javon Sills.
1: whoa uh javon <laughs> Sills. javon is a rough around the edges uh <laughs> uh hard-headed kid from saint pete <laughs> uh yeah, that's that's who I was anyway. <laughs> uh can tend to be that way sometimes still, but um, everything is, uh, you know, just enjoying the journey, man. Changes mm. changes everything, and so yeah. now I have become, you know, a man who just thirsts after the things of God. And mm. Now that He sent me on a very specific journey, mm. uh, which is to rebuild the hearts, minds, and spirits of the
0: people.
1: Right. Uh, it's just good to be used.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the term used for so long, being honest with you, I personally, I hated it. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. humans, we take that word, man, it's so negative. You know what I mean? To be used by anyone, you know, you don't want that. But it really is a different light when it comes down to being used by God.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Right. How did you... You know, before you got into this um place of you opening your own church, how did you how did you get there? What what was you know, what was that um initial spark for you to love the church and be involved with the church?
1: Well, being involved with the church started from childhood. Ah. Uh yeah, I uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. grew up in the Free Will Baptist Church, yeah. and um, my grandparents um, were actually the catalyst for me even getting involved with church. Mm. Um, and doing that through the music ministry because mm-hmm. um, I come from a very musical family. My grandfather was a quartet singer. Oh wow! Um, lead guitar player. My grandmother sang in the choir. My wow. mother sang in the choir. My uncle is a drummer. Wow! Um, as well as a singer. Wow. Um, and so, um, just come from a very, very musical family and started awesome. singing from about five years old. Whoa. Um, it's the very first memory that I have of just being in the choir mm-hmm. and leading songs and graduating from there to mm-hmm. uh, to... I guess they would call it Mm -hmm. junior deacon training. We didn't have junior (laughs) deacons at that time. Right, right. You know, just really learning how church works and the makeup of services and stuff like that. And and moving from there to being, uh, our church was in a conference, um, which was the United American Free Will Baptist Conference. Um, so graduating from that stage to becoming the president of the youth department within the conference, Mm -hmm. um, just before I graduated from high school. So, um, that kind of moved me into Mm -hmm. church. And so, you know, very interesting thing, uh, (laughs) just to be working and then, um, you know, really, really getting serious about God mm-hmm. for the very first time. Yeah. Um. At about age 15, yeah. um, I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, which is something yeah. that us as kids, we used to laugh yeah. when people would, what they say, catch the Holy Ghost right. or shout in church. Right, right, right. And right. then um when I experienced it, it was a total different thing.
0: So talk to us a little bit about that because someone who wasn't <sighs> raised in a church like myself, I don't know what that means. So for the listeners out here who don't know what that particular I means. Catching the Holy Ghost and what'd you say just now? Um, the Receiving ba- the baptism of yes. the Holy Ghost. What, what does that mean? What does that mean? That simply
1: means that there is an experience that happens and I keep saying the word experience because yeah. that's what we should have on a daily basis yeah. with God and just in life, period. Yes. It's different experiences. So the experience of receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost is—it really at first was something that was unexplainable. Mm-hmm. It—it's like. Uh, the old people in our old church used to say you got they can't help it Mm. and that simply means that there is something that's going on that causes a reaction in your body Mm. to which you have an an over abundance of rejoicing uh, by dancing
0: yeah yeah or
1: crying or yeah. you know shouting or the 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 rapid clapping of the hands and yeah. you know everybody has their different way in which they praise God but yeah. basically for me it was like a volcano erupting mm. it was something that just started tingling and bubbling on the mm. inside that I just could not keep still it's mm. like you have an outer body experience mm. but you feel totally and completely in the presence of God wow
0: that's awesome That's awesome. And, you know, hearing you talk, it all even goes back to, like, ancestral times where we would come together and Mm -hmm. praise and dance and all that kind of stuff. So, I love that how, you know, our traditions are yet still being hosted in these present moments with churches and other things, too. You know, um, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. Okay. So, now we're in adulthood. Right? Mm. We're in adulthood now. In adulthood. Right. Now, grandma ain't telling us to go to church Mm. or... We have to do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's hard for a lot of people. Yeah. Very hard. Now, what can you say to the listeners who don't feel like church is necessary? Because everyone doesn't feel church is necessary. You know? Um, What can you tell them as far as your experience on how and why, you know, church has either helped you or mold you and helped you to grow or whatever your, um, experience is with the church.
1: Well, like many other people, um, mm-hmm. when I left home, mm-hmm. um, and I began my journey into, uh, <laughs> my college years.
0: Yeah.
1: Greatest HBCU ever. Yes. Florida, <laughs> Florida A&M, A&M University. University. <laughs> go, um, go
0: Rattlers. <laughs> um,
1: when I began my matriculation at FAMU, um, I was really in search of really who I was. Ah. And so with that, um, of course, my bishop sent me to the Free Will Baptist Church that was here in Tallahassee. Yes. But after spending a year there, just because I was raised Free Will Baptist, uh, I kind of... So, yeah, just being sent to a place just because... Yeah. Um just really did not work for me. Yeah. Um and after I spent that year there,
0: yeah.
1: um I just realized that okay, maybe the Free Will Baptist church is not for me anymore and mm-hmm. I received a lot of flack behind that um because mm-hmm. you know my grandparents were still members of that church and yeah. they just did not understand. Yeah. you know why I had to leave. So Yeah. That was transition one and then so I left there okay. um and some of my friends were going to Abundant Life mm-hmm. and Restoration Ministries with Pastor Stewart. So
0: mm-hmm. and it's in Tallahassee? I, um, yes okay. in
1: Tallahassee and mm-hmm. so from there um, I stayed there for a few months. But then a friend of mine mm-hmm. um, was and I were working at Albertsons at the time, and she invited me to her church, wow. um, Greater Mount Pleasant. Okay. And so when I went there, I was that particular Sunday. I was sick and I wow. just really didn't feel like being bothered or going. Yeah. And then. Um, so I got up and I said, I promised her I was coming. So I got up and I went to church and that Sunday was the Sunday that I ended up joining that church and I stayed, uh, there for 14 years, Whoa, 14 years. And Whoa. then, so, um, my Bishop, um, actually Bishop Craig P Riley, shout out to him. Yeah. Um, he actually left there, uh, and started another ministry. And so I left with him to continue in ministry yeah. Um, in the new place which was the Cornerstone Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And we stayed there for four years. Wow. Uh and then uh God moved us to uh, merge with uh the Calvary Baptist Church and became Calvary the Cornerstone and I stayed there for two and a half, almost three years. Wow. Um and so just being under his leadership and tutelage for eighteen years. Mm. Um and wow. so, you know, just really wrestling with God I had already received the commandment that it was time for me to move on Mm -hmm. so that he can position me for pastoring. Mm -hmm. Uh, But loyalty and comfortability kept me. Wow. And so I think when we get to a place where we're getting out of just being comfortable. Yes. And being loyal. Yeah. To man is when God really starts to really use us. Jesus. In a mighty, mighty way.
0: Mighty, mighty way. Wow, comfortability. So let's talk a little bit about that. While you were in your comfort zone, what do you feel, what was happening to you? Because at some point, too, you, like you say, you were getting uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. the circumstances, with, you know, um, where God was taking you. You weren't familiar with that. Talk to us about that because a lot of people out here, they're struggling with breaking out of their comfort zone. So what's that advice that you can give them? Because you were able to get out, you know, so...
1: What's that advice to your listeners? Well, uh, advice? I, I, I don't really know if I really have advice per se, but I will say this. You know, being comfortable um, has always been kind of my way of life. Um, I'm not a person who's real big on change immediately. Uh, and so it took me a long time to get to a point where I accepted whatever change was about to come Mm because I've been in ministry my whole life from Mm -hmm. five years old Mm -hmm. um as a singer and so over the years because I didn't have a choice Mm -hmm. you know growing up in my grandparents house there was no choice Mm -hmm. it was you go to church Mm -hmm. you do whatever they tell you to do Mm -hmm. and that was the end of it and so Mm -hmm. I was groomed to be a singer because I come from a family of singers so that has always been my comfort zone and I was always singing uh singing the word, as I call it, you know, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was
1: no problem.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but now you're talking about being in a whole different realm of ministry as it relates to preaching mm. uh, and being able to allow people to hear you, mm. but they're hanging on your every word mm. and you don't have the music to fall back on. Mm. And so for me, just getting to a place where I was able to be okay with that. It took a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And even now at this point, you know, sometimes I still get butterflies in my stomach mm-hmm. um, when it comes time to preach. Mm-hmm. Whereas in with singing, it's just second nature. Right. Uh, and so I just think that when you realize that there is a calling on your life mm-hmm. and you get really, really serious about being obedient mm-hmm. to the spirit of God. Yeah. Um, Then what will happen is, is that he will give you the commandment to run with whatever vision he gives you. Now, Mm. here's the catch 22. Okay,
0: come on. If
1: you make a decision that, okay, God, I don't want to do that right now. I'll do it later. Mm What will happen is, is that God will begin to make you severely uncomfortable Mm. simply because of your disobedience. Wow. That means darts of all kinds will come from all different directions and Mm. you'll begin to squirm. Just like a rat in a rat trap
0: Wow And so
1: once you get to the point where that is your lowest of low Hmm. Then you know you have no choice but be obedient to the call that God has given you
0: Jesus, wow That's good. That's really good because a lot of people don't realize that your discomfort is really coming from God really pruning you and trying to get you out of that place to give you better, to grant you more. That's really, really good. And
1: then too, you have to realize that on some level, you know, we try to pass it off as, oh, this is just a test of our faith. And Mm. I know there are some things that I'm going to have to go through in order for God to prove his glory. But there are some things that God is taking you through or rather allowing you to go through Mm. simply. To get your attention Mm. So that you can get back on track With what he has Because Mm -hmm. everybody has a plan On how they expect their own lives to turn out Mm. But it's nothing like Getting in line with the plan of God Mm. Because in that Is when you really get to experience The true essence of what life is
0: Wow, that is so good That is so good So when we talk about hearing the voice of God You know, I think God comes to us in many different ways But for you, you know How does God speak to you? Is it a soft whisper? Does he use different, um, maybe different sermons? And you're like, okay, that's a confirmation from God. How do you personally, how does God personally talk to you, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Well, God speaks. (laughs) A lot of people are looking for these loud, audible voices. Mm. But I am of the belief that God's voice is that small stillness. Mm that shakes you even in the middle of the night
0: Mm.
1: and, and shows you different things about yourself or your situation Mm -hmm. or even your journey Mm -hmm. um, so that you can make it through the next day. Um, It's that unctioning from within Mm -hmm. that pushes you to do the right thing. Mm. When you really want to do something, you know, is wrong. Mm. That's when that unctioning comes up and, and and speaks to you and tells you that no, no son, no daughter, you need to go this way Mm. and not this way but you have to be in tune with him in the spirit in mm-hmm. order to be able to even recognize mm-hmm. that that is his voice cuz a lot of times people hear a lot of different things mm. and and you know not really sure if it's the voice of God or not well you ha- you can't be sure if you're not in line with him mm. and so that is that is the recipe right there is that right. you got to be in line with the spirit in order to hear from him.
0: Wow. So, so how, how do you get in line? What is, how do you get in line? What is the baby steps to getting in line with God? A lot of people out here are confused. They're lost. And, you know, through your ministries, redeeming the faith, it comes with a certain like practice. So how can people do that? What are those baby steps that you suggest for others to do?
1: Well, I, I have grown accustomed to treating, uh, The spiritual journey, just like that of a hospital. Okay. And when I say that, there there are steps to getting your healing when you get ready to go into the hospital. Well, the first step is your diagnosis. Period. That means you first have to go to the doctor and tell him. Yeah. What your symptoms are?
0: Right
1: now, it's a little bit different when you're dealing with God because God is all-knowing. He, yeah. he sees all things. Right. He knows all things. Right, right, but. Right, 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 right. Part of that process is this, being able to first admit that there's even a change that even needs to be made within mm. you because God can truly bless when mm. he works off your desire.
0: Mm, Which is walking you, through the hospital.
1: Exactly. Wow. So once you walk through those doors and mm. then you're given a diagnosis, so then now we come with the... Uh, The surgical period is what I call it is Mm -hmm. when God begins to operate and really show you exactly what you need to do. Well, the first step in that process is, is first of all, getting into the blueprint that he left here for you to be able to follow and study. And a lot of reasons why we don't really know what we're supposed to be doing is because we're not studying the word of God Mm -hmm. and being able to apply that Mm -hmm. now. The other side to that is being able to understand the Word of mm-hmm. God. And there are certain things that God will reveal to you individually, but yeah. there are some things that only come from the man of God. Mm. And the Bible says, how can you hear wow. without the preacher? And how can he preach unless he be sent? Mm-hmm. So that means that you must be in a place where the pastor or minister or, or elder or preacher is there sent by God mm-hmm. and you being able to recognize that because you're in the spirit
0: gotcha. Wow. and
1: so from there now once you have your surgery uh, once you have your surgery then you're able to move on to your recovery period mm-hmm. which okay. means that everything you that. that you have gone through in this life once God has become your healer Mm. and you believe him to be a healer Mm -hmm. then now the recovery period gives you the ability to completely recover from everything that has befallen you before that point
0: wow that's good that's really good that's really good and so we're gonna we're gonna definitely end it here i feel like we can go on and on and on about this good word you know um and guys if you want to hear more most definitely pastor jay is available in the flesh here in tallahassee florida um so pastor jay javon brother how could they contact you come to your bible studies things like that so they can hear you know from you and your ministry
1: Well, our Bible studies are going to be running at the main library downtown, the Leibroy Collins uh, main library um, on Thursday evenings Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m. If you want to meet me there, I will be there. And if you want to contact me directly, um, you can reach me via my administrative assistant. Uh, Tammy Harris um, at eight five zero five six seven two zero six two, and also at our email address, which is redeemingfaithinc at gmail.com. Love it. And I'll receive all of the emails through there and I'll get back to you just as soon as I can.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Pastor Jay, Javon, my brother, for being here with us. And guys, you know, he's a very normal person doing extraordinary things. You won't feel uncomfortable going to any of his um, Bible studies and just reasoning with him. And he's a really great shoulder to lean on whenever you need guidance and help. So thank you again so much for this. And again, guys, as always, stay sweet. Love you. Bye bye.